This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspedia on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Odson Brazilian Serie A. Let's analyze the 15th match day, of course, with our South American expert, with Leo Bachanian. How are you, Leo? Good morning. Hello, Edward. How are you? A pleasure again, as always, to be here with the Brazilian Serie A. Yes, and it's even more interesting on top of the table because Palmeiras dropped points and now Atletico Mineiro, they are only one point behind. But we will talk about these two teams a little bit later because let's start with the first game we have on Saturday. Sport Recife, Bragantino. Bragantino, one of the best teams. We are saying this in the past weeks of this Brazilian Serie A, surprisingly, and they are still Winning, they beat uh, one nil Gremio, uh, a team that is not scoring a lot actually in the last three games under 2.5 goals in all the games. But after the defeat against uh, Fortaleza, they are back in the winning track. Yes. Leo, and they are favorites. They have odds 2.15 to win away against Sport Recife, who have two more points than the relegation zone thanks to the victory against Bahia in the last minute in the last game. Yes, absolutely. For for Recife, were like three vital points, Edu, the ones they took in 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 Bahia, and actually in the sweetest way possible, as you said, in the 89th minute of the of the game, courtesy of a header from from Mikael, uh, who came on on the second half and scored his first goal of the Brasileirao. Although he has eight to his to his account when you take into consideration the, the Torneo Estadual and, and Copa do Brasil. Uh, Recife's uh, manager, Humberto Louser, spoke uh, before the match that they were working on being more aggressive on the ball and that they were working in playing quicker transitions. And that was exactly the way they, they won the, the match in, in that last minute. They are now two points above relegation zone and have taken seven out of the last possible nine points and uh, for Bragantino is the chance this game against Recife to keep up the pressure on the on the top four which guarantees a place in the next Copa Libertadores uh, they are actually fourth with 27 points after they they won at home against Gremio as you said it uh, the security victory at home uh, or to secure a victory at home was very important for the Paulista team because before Gremio Edu last time they won at home was on the 23rd of June when they defeated Palmeiras uh, 3-1. Nevertheless, I have to say I've seen better from Bragantino than what I watched uh, on the weekend. Actually, they could not impose conditions on, on Gremio until the 60th minute of the game when uh, Praxedes hit the, the net with a beautiful shot from, from outside the box. And uh, from there, yes, the game became more open and with chances for, for both sides. I agree, Bragantino, the... The favorite uh, for for this one, I will be looking Edu for an Asian handicap of minus 0.75 for Bragantino, which has the market at 2.35. Okay, you think they are gonna win comfortably against uh, Sport Recife? Then our next game we have Atlético Paranaense Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo is still uh, bad. Actually, they are in the relegation zone. Three winless games in Serie A, despite their good job in Copa Libertadores against uh, Racing, their last game, at least they were able to get a point against uh, Palmeiras, which is a good result, whereas Paranaense sit sixth in the standings, uh, although their last game was a defeat against Atletico Mineiro, and they are not in great form, Leo, only one victory in the last five Serie A games, and actually the odds tell us that this is a draw. <laughs> Very similar odds to all the outcomes in this game. 
Yes, you know, and, and Edu, I have like a great news for Paranaense supporters and bad news for Sao Paulo. I will start with the good news. The good news for Paranaense is that against Sao Paulo, they will play at home. And you will say, but this is obvious. Yes, we know they play at home. Well, it is important for them what is good news because away from home, they have lost already three in a row. They lost against Santos, they lost against Ceará and against uh, Atletico Mineiro. And overall, it's now three defeats in the last five fixtures, although they are like yes, six in the table with 23 points and one game in uh, in hand. And the good news for, for Sao Paulo is that the VAR, uh, or the bad news for Sao Paulo, is that the VAR will be used on the weekend as usual. Why I bring the VAR? Because against Palmeiras, Hernan Crespo's team had two decisions turned down by the VAR, a Gustavo Gomez penalty over Marquinhos and an own goal by the Paraguayan Gomez as well because of a previous offside. Listen to this. So far in 14 fixtures of Serie A, Sao Paulo had seven referees' decisions in their favor, then turned down by the VAR. So with the 0-0 on the weekend, Sao Paulo continues in the relegation zone, now with 12 points. This month will be decided, will be very important for, for Sao Paulo. They play, yes, Paranaense on Saturday, Palmeiras on Tuesday in the Morumbi for the first leg of the quarterfinal of the Libertadores, Gremio uh, on the 14th of August, and three days later, again, Palmeiras, now this time uh, away for the second leg of, of Libertadores. And uh, taking into account that Atletico Paranaense scored 38% of their goals after the 30th minute, and before halftime, in those 15 minutes is when they scored the most. So to look at Atletico Paranaense scoring first will make sense. And the odds for that are 1.95. Also, Edu, the last four times that this fixture ended with one side winning the game, the result was always 1-0 or 0-1. So the one scoring first will carry some advantage, I believe, in this game. So goals under two with odds of two is something I also will look as well. Okay, low scoring game. Actually, we are not seeing a lot of goals in the last uh, weeks in the Brasileirao, and it's a good point. Leo, we have uh, Copa Libertadores next week, and we have many Brazilian teams playing in that uh, quarterfinal, so for sure right. they will keep <laughs> some players and yeah, some strength to the key games in the South American Copa Libertadores. Then... Our next game, Cuyaba Bahia, Leo, Cuyaba, they are right now uh, only one point uh, out of the relegation zone, yes. one point more than Sao Paulo, whereas Bahia, they are 10th in the standings with uh, 17 points. If we check the odds, Cuyaba, they are slightly favorites. Again, here the bookmakers, they don't decide which team is the favorite, slightly favorite, Cuyaba. Yes, and even though Cuyaba is uh, on playing for the relegation zone, whereas Bahia is not, but that is because uh, Bahia uh, lost their fourth consecutive match after the 1-0 defeat against Sports Recife. In this run, Edu Bahia, they have conceded 10 and scored absolutely nothing. Uh, do you remember, Edu, I don't know if that on the match day 14 uh, preview show, I told you that out of from the 22 goals that Bahia had conceded so far, 19 of those were scored inside their own box. So guess from where receiver scored last weekend. Yes, from inside Bahia's box they scored. <laughs> the, the, the only positive for, for Bahia is that after four straight defeats, they don't need to look down to the red zone because, as I said, they're still comfortable in the 10th position with 17 points. And for Cuyaba, 
the 0-0 in Porto Alegre against Inter, it felt, and I agree with the, with their manager, with the Jorginho, that they lost two points because they have many, plenty of chances, uh, uh, to be honest, to, to win that game. They played much better than in their defeat with Corinthians a week ago. Uh, Clayson, the Dorados, as Cuyaba is known, the number 10 was absolutely the man of the match. Uh, no one could uh, control him, neither Renzo Sarabia, the Argentinian right back who played after a long time on that place for, for Inter. Uh, he assisted his teammate. He also uh, has his own chances from outside the box. But as I said, Cuyaba could not score. So I will look, yes, for a Cuyaba win. And, uh, and I have a question. Do you think that both teams will score? If your answer is no, like mine, that we have odds for 1.82. Yeah, I would say no as well. Then the leader, Palmeiras, yes. against Fortaleza, the third. So nice this one. is the best game we can enjoy this weekend in uh, Brazil. We just mentioned how Palmeiras dropped points with that draw against uh, Sao Paulo after nine consecutive victories. Whereas Fortaleza, they lost 3-1 against uh, Ceará, despite taking the lead with that goal scored by Tinga. They were also coming from four straight victories in Serie A, and Palmeiras are really favorites here. Odds are quite low. Leo, you are also very confident, uh, as the bookies are, that Palmeiras are going to go back into the victory track? I mean, they should, but it's true as well, as we spoke just uh, minutes ago, that having in mind that they play Copa Libertadores uh, three days after, things could change a little bit in the in the playing field, although they, yeah, they're still the, the favourites for, for this game. Uh, it wasn't the great performance of Palmeiras against uh, Sao Paulo, especially on the ball for the Verdao. They were too conservative, Edouard, mostly. They were lucky, as I explained when I, I talk about Sao Paulo, that the VAR came to, to the rescue in uh, in two opportunities for, for the Verdao. Uh, Although the derby was a preview of what we can expect of this Palmeiras team in, in Libertadores uh, quarterfinal, I believe Abel Ferreira's Palmeiras manager took this game um, with this in mind, no? thinking of what is coming next for, for, for his team. Although in the second half, Palmeiras yes, improved with the entries of Gabriel Verón and Breno López, and they managed to increase their attack speed and to put some pressure on Sao Paulo's uh, defence. And now at home, they will face a Fortaleza team that also has seen a good run of wins coming to an end after the 3-1 defeat in the derby with the Ceará away. In a game, Edu, in which they took the lead with a goal from uh, the centre-back Tinga in the open in the open in 10 minutes. But they were uh, shocked to see Ceará come back from the 80th minute. So they lost the match from the 80th minute and until the end. I think they felt heavy legs after playing also in, in midweek for, for Copa do Brazil, uh, because Fortaleza is a team which likes to play with high intensity, something that they have achieved in the first half, but they couldn't do it in, in the second one. So for this fix, for this Palmeiras-Fortaleza, uh, I will look for both teams to, to score with odds of 2.05. And also, I will pay attention to the goals over 2.5 with the market uh, at 2.12. Mm -hmm. I remember you tipping Fortaleza to take the lead in the previous week against Ceará. So, correct. Green one, because <laughs> if they lost, they actually took the lead. Then our next game, America Mineiro Fluminense. Actually, yeah. Yeah, a few hours ago, Fluminense played That's in Copa yeah. Libertadores and beat again 
Cerro Porteño, del calendario is quite busy, Leo, their last yeah. uh, Serie A game was postponed because they needed to play this Copa Libertadores, they needed to play Copa do Brasil, a game that they won 3-0, but if we take uh, in consideration only the Serie A games, their last two games were defeats, that's why they are in the middle of the table, 12, so they need to beat America Mineiro, who is one of the worst teams in this uh, Serie A, they drew against Goyanense in their last uh, games. Actually, their last two games were draws. Uh, but the odds tell us also that America Mineiro is a slightly favorite, another very balanced game, and we are seeing a lot. Uh, Leo, well, actually, now Fluminense is favorite, depends yeah. on when you uh, see the odds. But again, the draw is the most likely result. Another game that is very balanced, is very difficult this area. Actually, there are a lot of uh, ups and downs of everything. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I remember one comment uh, from one of our previous shows saying like, oh, it's, it's hard to predict this uh, Serie A nowadays. Mm -hmm. And it's true, some of the games are, uh, or some of the last uh, round of fixtures has been a bit like uh, all over the, the place. But still, yes, uh, America Mineiro reached the, the fifth game in a row, uh, actually, Edu, uh, without a victory in the, in the Brasileirao. This time it was a 1-1 draw with Atletico Goianiense. I went from home. Uh, of course, the result was not the, the sought after, but the performance leaves hope, I believe, for Wagner Mancini. In, in the coach's view, his team shows some evolution in relation to what they have been showing in recent uh, in recent games. And um, so, actually, when you think that in the previous away home away game they took a point from Belo Horizonte, that makes two points in the last two outings for America Mineiro, which is not too bad, but the reality is that they would need to start translating that improvement into wings because they are still in the relegation battle with 11 points. On the other hand, yes, this Fluminense, which you said yesterday, last night won against uh, Cerro Porteño, secured the spot in the quarterfinals, but they need to start straightening the boat in the Serie A because at the moment it has been very irregular season, Edu. Of the last five games they played, they won two drew one and lost another two. It's true that they're also paying attention to all the fronts, Copa Libertadores, uh, Copa do Brasil as well, when uh, they're in the quarterfinals after beating Cruzuma last week. But again, they need to strengthen the boat in the Serie A. The good thing for Flu is that uh, they have the chance to recover ground in this Serie A against a team who they defeated three times in the last five occasions they met. So, yes, I will go... Uh, with Fluminense to win uh, this game with the odds, as we can see there, with 2.75. Uh, I also will be looking for an Asian handicap of minus 0 0.25 for Fluminense with odds of 2.36. So if Fluminense win, you win your bet. But if they draw, you get back half of your money. So you got some kind of insurance there as well. Yeah, it's good to go actually for some insurance with the odds that uh, high for Fluminense. Very... Hard to predict this Brazilian Serie A, but I have to say, Leo, that you got more rights than wrongs in the previous uh, week. So it's not a bad idea to follow your tips to win some money in uh, Brazil. Then, next game, Juventude Atletico Mineiro. Second Atletico Mineiro, one point only behind Palmeiras. Maybe we see a sorpasso, as they say in Italy in this uh, weekend because they were also able to beat Atletico Paranaense in the previous uh, weekend to Neil Vargas was sent off. So that means yeah. 
seven straight victories for them in Serie A, but probably Leo they will keep an eye on River Plate, their, their next uh, rival in Copa Libertadores, whereas mm -hmm. Juventude, after four winless game, finally they beat a team, but it was Chapecoense, was 1-0, so I guess that was even normal to beat uh, Chapecoense at this point. That's why the odds are we can see here, Atletico Mineiro, 1.75, actually it's not that bad to yeah. back them win. Yeah, and you know, actually, Edu, uh, in a Serie A on this Brasileira, in which everyone is playing every three days, uh, some playing two or three competitions simultaneously, as I said before, with other teams. Juventude, who is 13 with 16 points, had the rare opportunity of a full week of training because their previous year's fixture with Fluminense was, was postponed. That's why Edu, this period without matches, is treated by everyone at, at the club at Juventude as fundamental of a great value to the team's growth for the rest of the season. The last time they played in the Alfredo Giacomo Trium, you said yeah, they won 1-0 against uh, Chapecoense, but on Sunday the test, the challenge will be completely different. For sure, one of the main points Juventude work on this break will be to pay attention to their own concentration in the, in the second half of their matches, especially in the first minutes of the second half. Why I'm saying this? Because of the 14 goals Juventude uh, has received, 13 were in the second half, and six of those 14 goals they considered were in the first 10 minutes of that period, of the second half. So, and then on the other hand, yes, uh, Atletico Mineiro, which is absolutely informed, seven consecutive wins for Kuka's for team, in which they have also conceded only three goals. And Mineiro took advantage of Palmeiras dropping two points with Sao Paulo, and they are only one point behind now with 31. It's a shame that Eduardo Vargas saw the Chilean striker, saw a red card, and he won't be able to play against uh, Juventude. So yes, Mineiro favorites clearly. An Asian handicap of minus 0.75 for the visitors has odds of 2.04, and a double chance for Juventude has the market at 2.2. Then let's move on. We have two big teams of Brazil, Santos Corinthians head-to-head. Uh, -head. Santos is slightly favorite with uh, one of his players, Caio Jorge, on his way to Juventus. Both yes. are more or less in the middle of the table. In their last game, Santos beat Chapecoense, but uh, also they were able to have a victory in the cup, uh, but they are not great actually in Serie A, only first victory after three winless games, whereas Corinthians, uh, Leo, they lost against Flamenco. We'll talk a little bit later about Flamenco because they are great, but also another team that is not in their best last four games, three defeats for Corinthians. Yes. You I like Jorge, by the way? Jorge, yes, I like. I like. It's not one of the youngest Brazilian players who, to be honest, uh, I got crazy uh, about. Uh, actually, you could see by the money they're paying for him, uh, whereas in other cases, for other Brazilian young strikers, they play much more. Although it's true that his contract was running out, that's why they only pay 3.5 million for, for his service. But let's see. Let's see how he adapts to the Italian uh, Serie A. So from one Serie A to another Serie A, the case of, uh, of Caio Jorge. And, uh, and for Corinthians, uh, Edu, what happened in, in their defeat at home with Flamengo, to be honest, was bigger than the 3-1 shown in the in the scoreline. The biggest true, I believe, for them was to experience the technical and tactical gulf between the, the two teams. The Mengao went to halftime winning 3-0, but it could have been an historic route. But Flamengo decided not to not to go for it. And uh, But anyway, 
Silvinia's uh, team, Corinthian team is trying to at least in the last few games to work on reducing the spaces for the rivals, to toughen the marking, to be more direct when they have the ball, but they couldn't achieve none of this against uh, against Flamengo. And for the page, as Santos is known, three important points, although only 1-0 against the Chapecoense with the penalty scored by Carlos Sanchez, the Uruguayan midfielder who won the Copa Libertadores with River Plate, many will remember, in 2015. It wasn't a great game from Santos. Actually, the start of the match against uh, Chapecoense was their goalkeeper, Joao Paulo, who had six very good saves. Um, so for Santos, it will be very important to score first because when they lead 1-0 at home, they win in 75% of their matches, but when they are down, 0-1, they win only 11% of their fixtures at home. And on the other hand, when Corinthians leads 1-0 away from home, they win in, in 73% of their matches. So I will look for Santos scoring first with odds of 1.8 and also goals under 2 has odds of 2 as well and could be interesting. Mm -hmm. Then let's go for the next game. Ceará Atlético Goianense. Only three points between these two teams, but Ceará only two defeats uh, for them in the whole season. And we spoke before how they were able to come back and to beat Fortaleza 3 1, something very difficult because Fortaleza is this year one of the best teams in Brazil. Whereas Atlético Goianense, they drew 1 1 against uh, America Mineiro. And after beating Santos, they are really, really favorite. Uh, odds 2.0, more or less, for them. Even probably, Leo, is because Atlético Goianense, in their last six games, only that victory against Santos, only one victory. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I'm playing at home against an opponent who is in the relegation zone. It was expected that Atletico Goianiense will be able to present a more uh, engaging football. Eduardo Barroca, the manager of Atletico, had hopes of winning well against America Mineiro to end uh, this run of games without a victory at the Antonio Acocioli Stadium. But they couldn't. And they are now four fixtures without a winning at home since they defeated Fluminense as well, 1-0 at the end of, of June. But based on their display, the 1-1 draw was fair, and now the Dragao, as Goianense is known, will have to start seeking points away from uh, Goiania. They are now with 19 points, uh, but they know that the victory against Ceará will take them level with their Sunday rivals. And for Ceará, yes, the spirit said they are high because they won the derby against Fortaleza. It's not just they won the game, but they won a derby, and we know how important that could be for, for any team. They are now seventh with 22 points. So, yes, I will go with uh, Ceará to win, as we can see there, with odds of 1.91, and also an Asian handicap of minus 0.75 for Ceará. stands with odds of 2.2. And uh, if you fancy, if you're looking at both team, uh, both team to score, that has the market at 2.15. Mm -hmm. Leo, there is uh, only seven team uh, because we are talking about Atletico Goianense and they are playing uh, Paranaense tonight in Copa do Brasil. We are mentioning yeah, a lot. And there are a lot of competitions in uh, yeah. Brazil for Brazilian teams. Uh, Tonight we have uh, four games actually of the Copa do Brasil, Clube de Regatas Brasil, Fortaleza, Atlético Goianense, Paranaense, Bahia Atlético Mineiro, Vasco de Gama, Sao Paulo. And uh, Oli is asking us about information about Copa do Brasil. I don't know if you also follow this competition or you are more focused in the Brasileira. 
I am actually yes, more focused on the on the Brasileirao, but you can see like some teams like Grêmio, for example, struggling in the Serie A, making good games in the Copa do Brasil. Yes, last night they won, uh, they secured a place in the quarterfinals, winning against uh, Vitoria at home, but they also won uh, away from home against Vitoria, 0-3 Vitoria, a team playing in the Serie B, but they they took out of this competition of Copa do Brasil, they took Inter from Porto Alegre and Gremio, who's struggling in the Serie A, is then doing well in the in the Copa do Brasil. But at the same time, those teams who are playing Libertadores, they take the Copa do Brasil as their third competition as well. So it's, uh, I will wait a little bit more with the with the Copa do Brasil, but as I said, yes, anyway, I'm more focused on the Brasileiro than Copa do Brasil. Mm -hmm. Outside or so high, actually, for all the Outcomes, so it's a good idea to get some money, but uh, as it happens also with the Brazilian Serie A, there are a lot of surprises as well in Copa do Brasil. Then we have a great game to analyze here, uh, Leo, going back to Ooh. Brazilian Serie A, Flamingo International, Flamingo, they are fifth, but they are in a crazy ah. scoring run, 23 goals scored in the last five games, this is amazing, and as you said, because they don't want to score more in the last yeah. victory against Corinthians, 1-3, remember, they also thrust Sao Paulo, 5-1 before, and they are playing Copa Libertadores next week against Olympia, actually, the team that was able to kick out Internacional in a huge surprise in the penalty shootout against Internacional and Internacional. Leo, they are still not recovered. They drew against Cuyaba after the defeat against Atlético Paranaense. So not good times for Internacional. That's why Flamengo, the bookies, plays them so, so favorite odds. 1.53. Let's go for another big result for them or maybe they well, come down. For Copa Libertadores. <laughs> uh, they are flying, Edu. They are flying. Flamengo, they are flying. It's a pleasure to watch them right now. They're unstoppable. There is quality everywhere. With the same ease that you or me can get up, put some water on the kettle and prepare a coffee. With that same ease and without a fuss, Flamengo can put a player on a 1v1 chance against the opponent's uh, goalkeeper, to be honest. Uh, with Sao Paulo, two runs of fixtures uh, ago, yes, they scored five goals in 23 minutes. With Corinthians, they scored three in 37 minutes, and they decided that that was uh, enough. Uh, Renato Gaucho, since he arrived to the club, uh, to the Mengao, have won every single game. And as you said, they they netted uh, 18 times in, in, in five games. So against the Timao, they didn't even need Gabigol to contribute to their feast. And Bruno Enrique scored again, making it four goals for Bruno Enrique in the last uh, two games. They are uh, fifth, yes, with 24 points, but with two games in hand. And for the first time uh, with Gaucho, they had a week of training to prepare a, a match. Although for some teams to have a week of training could mean almost nothing. And that is the case of Inter, actually, <laughs> who arrived... Uh, physically fresh to the game with Cuyaba, but they were outclassed during the entire match with a team that is fighting not to be relegated, as I explained before when we talk about uh, Cuyaba. But I will take one positive, as I always like as well. Paolo Guerrero returned to play for, for Inter. Yes, it's far from being sharp, but it was great to see him back on a, on a football pitch. So good for, for Paolo Guerrero. So Edu goals over 2.5 comes with odds of 1.92. And also Flamengo winning the first half and Flamengo winning the second half has odds of 2.2. Of course, we have to go for goals if we are watching a Flamengo yeah. yes. game. 
and the odds are good, actually. For them, then let's go to our last game, Gremio Chapeco Ense. We just mentioned how Gremio won also in the Cup, but in Serie A they lost uh, one nil against uh, Bragantino after the draw with America Minero. We are talking actually about the worst two teams in Serie A. It's uh, the last one, Chapecoense, four yeah. points against uh, Gremio. Seven points, but uh, we say, you know, that the, the one with one eye is uh, the person who sees better instead of the blind. So Gremio is still better than Chapecoense. <laughs> it's in Spanish. I cannot uh, know the, exactly the translation in English. So Gremio, uh, favorite, they have better squad than Chapecoense. Uh, Chapecoense, they look uh, really doomed. Yes. Uh, let's see. Luis Felipe Scolari spoke the truth, to be honest. Uh, after the, the the last weekend, he said that results needed to start coming their way. And I will add something to that. They, they should start coming their way urgently. But of course, the same could be said of, of Chapecoense. But at least Chapecoense could show that they, they, they know how to score because they have 11 so far to their count, almost double than what Gremio has with six goals. Scolari said after the, the Bragantino's defeat that he's encountering uh, more, pro more problems that uh, he thought he will face when he signed uh, for Gremio. Under Felipao's command, Gremio played seven times in all competitions with three wins, two draws and two defeats. One of them, the elimination in the Copa Sudamericana. In the defeat to, to Bragantino and in the draw with America Mineiro in the previous week, after considering a goal, Gremio did not have the strength Edu, to seek a reaction in the game. But on the other hand, Chapecoense, anyways, arrives on a run on eight defeats in the last nine fixtures. So, yes, that's why I will place uh, Gremio uh, still as favorite for this one, as we can see there with odds of 1.52. No one has considered more than Chapecoense in this Brasileirao. So if there is a game for Gremio to find some sort of form in front of goal, the game should be this one. So an Asian handicap of plus one for Chapecoense, I will look for has odds of two. All right, then Leo, thanks for analyzing uh, for us the Brazilian Serie A. Let's enjoy it. Let's see what is coming with the Copa Libertadores yes. next week. And I just uh, remember everyone that if they remind everyone that if they like the show, of course, click on the like, subscribe and click on the bell to get notifications to watch our videos. Thanks, Leo. And Pleasure as always, Edu. See you soon.